101.7 WKOM Columbia. Hey, welcome to another episode of American Steel, the most downloaded podcast on WKOM 101.7 FM Front Porch Radio here in Columbia, Tennessee. With me, as always, Clayton Harris. Clayton, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Dr. Steele. How about yourself? Well, it seems like it's been a minute, but I know that uh, we are, we've got this uh, podcast being downloaded. I want to thank all the listeners to our podcast and all the sponsors of our podcast. Uh, please keep sharing it. Please keep downloading it. And please let us know if you know of anybody that uh, wants to advertise on this podcast. That would be fantastic. Uh, well, it's been an interesting week, Clayton, because... Um, You've been a busy man. I've been busy. You have been. Yeah, I, I've been busy, and uh, to be, I'm, I'm going to start off by saying it's been a little uncomfortable, just because, um, you know, I like I like helping people. My one of my whys in my life, one of the reasons why I do the things I do is I like helping people, especially children. Uh, but I'm also it's a sometimes there's a um, there seems to be a conflict because I'm also a no nonsense, no BS person, and sometimes when obstacles get in the way of me helping children, I don't like that, Correct. and it bothers me to a point where uh, I'm not going to be silent about it. I'll never be silent about it. Uh, there's a right way and a wrong way to do things, and I'm just trying to seek out the right way to do things. So, you know, for most of our listeners that are from here for in Murray County, I mean, it's no secret that I'm a principal here in the in town. Uh, I'm a proud principal of an amazing school with amazing students and staff. Um, but there was an opportunity for me recently to uh, explore superintendency one county over. And so I did that. But there's a story behind that. Yeah. Yeah. And not only did you have the opportunity to talk with those folks, they, they offered you the job. I was offered the job. Uh, you know, a couple of three or four months ago, I was uh, asked to apply for that job and I, and I turned it down. Uh, mainly because uh, I love where I'm at. I, I love Murray County. I love Murray County Schools and Columbia Central High School. And I turned it down. I was not interested. And then they came back full circle uh, three or four months later and asked me to reconsider. So I think circumstances had changed a little bit. Uh, and we've talked about that off air, but the, some circumstances have changed. And then uh, so I thought, let me, I would be prudent uh, to look at what this is all about. And then I went over there. And uh, like I said, uh, well, I saw that in the paper today or the article today about my email to my staff, and uh, I don't go into anything to lose. I mean, I'm not no. I'm not going to go in there and just do mediocre. That doesn't make any sense. I'm representing my students, my staff, my family, myself. I'm representing a lot of people that I that I think that I, I want to be proud of me, and uh, so I didn't go over there to lose. But you know, ultimately, I went over there and I interviewed and 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 um, you know, I did my thing, and then uh, I was offered the position and. Um, I decided to say at Columbia Central High School because that's where my heart is. Well, um, as someone who has a student in that school that, that you're the principal of, um, thank you for staying. Um, you've done an amazing job, and this is coming to you as a parent. Um, you've done an amazing job, and also someone who's been involved at Columbia Central High School for nearly the past 20 years. Um, it had gotten to a place that wasn't pleasant, and now uh, just if you walk the hallways, it's the culture, everything has changed. And um, I, I know it's only year number one, but 
uh, it's been amazing. And I, I know there's things that more things that you have to accomplish. There's a lot of things I still want to accomplish. I'd never want to be comfortable. I think being comfortable is a betrayal and I don't like when I'm comfortable personally. So I don't allow myself to be comfortable. I talk to my own kids and my wife, you know, uh, we talked to before my wife has been going through cancer treatments and, uh, you know, she doesn't like the feeling uh, like nobody likes the feeling after having a chemo treatment, but she's also out there trying to make herself uncomfortable. So she feels, uh, she feels what life is all about. Like, you know, being comfortable, uh, you can, e- you easily find yourself in a, in a situation to where things aren't going well. And I don't want the school to be comfortable. I don't want us to be satisfied with our growth this year. We've had, we've had some amazing things happen. And of course I don't have anything to draw from other than what other people have told me about where the school was and where it is. And so I'm really thankful for that, but I got to tell you, and I'm going to shout out to my team of people over there because, uh, and the students and parents, because I, I was really concerned about what folks would think if they said, well, Oh, he's only been there a year and now he's trying to go to be a superintendent. Uh, but nobody, uh, nobody whatsoever, especially the students and parents had that feeling. They were basically like, Hey, we don't want you to leave. We'll miss you. But we understand you got to kind of go explore that option because I mean, being a superintendent of schools, uh, definitely is something, uh, in my trajectory at some point, sure. uh, for, for sure. But I got to tell you, and, and speaking to my wife, I mean, uh, I went to a, the our ROTC pass and review ceremony the, uh, the other day, and they asked me to speak, um, and I spoke uh, at the ceremony. And I got to tell you, I, I haven't had goosebumps like that since I was in the Marine Corps. I spoke to somebody in the community who was there, yeah. and they got emotional when you spoke. They said it was amazing. I got emotional, Clayton. I mean, I see 250 kids in uniform that are learning how to dedicate themselves to something uh, bigger than themselves, like our country and our communities. I I get a little disturbed sometimes when people talk about our country and and the future of our country. Our our kids are intact, but we have to continue to to push them and to teach them and to guide them on what it means to be a a wonderful uh, patriot of this country. And that's so important to me. So when I was speaking, and I had them repeat after me this thing that I wrote years ago called The Tip of the Spear, uh, they did an amazing job. They didn't know I was going to do that. And then they just, they fell right in place. And so I had a lot of people that were there saying they, they hoped that somebody had recorded that. But I, I started thinking back to those moments. And then I spoke to my wife and, you know, I've got four children and three girls and a boy. My son always says, Hey dad, take the opportunity. It's just the opportunity. And my daughters are always like, Dad, no, you're happy where you are, and people care about you where you are. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you're right. So my women in my life are very, very uh, – uh, what's the good word I'm looking for? Common sense approach. Like, you're happy. Why, why mess that up? Well, this time my son said, Dad, I want to tell you something. He said, you went out to that – you went out to the golf course and to the golf tournament, the Dorothy Campbell uh, Golf Classic. Uh, which, by the way, is, well, let's talk about that in a little bit. But, I mean, the golf tournament was amazing. And he said, Dad, uh, I've after the golf tournament, because my son had a team and he uh, his team played and his team won. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, well, and I promise it wasn't fixed. He's He is not a good golfer, but his teammates were really good golfers. <laughs> and I hope he listens to this podcast. But uh, they ended up winning. I, I was really proud of that because it's not easy to win one of those scrambles. you got, no. you got all these different ways of getting uh, strokes and, and – they actually won, and so I was really proud of that. But he said, Dad, the, as far as taking that job, he said, Dad, those people, I, I can't – I was just mingling around and hearing people. And the way they spoke about Columbia Central High School and, and your leadership is some, unlike anything I've ever heard my whole life being your son. And he said, you've helped people since I can remember you've been trying to help people. 
And I've never heard people, so many people, so excited. And I said, son, that means more to me than anything because now I've got all four of my kids saying, dad, look, uh, you can make a few extra dollars here, but what are you leaving? And I really didn't need that rationalization, but it was so good to get the affirmation from my own children that they they want to see me instead of pursuing something that ultimately I might pursue someday. But they wanted to see me happy, and they wanted to see me be at a place where they knew I was uh, helping as many as many people as I possibly could. And so that was a huge part of me. Uh, saying thanks, thanks, but no thanks. I appreciate the offer, and I'm really hopeful that the fine folks of Hickman County will find a great director of schools. Uh, so much potential over there. It, it just wasn't the it just wasn't the right choice, Clayton. Yeah, and t- timing's everything. Timing is crucial in every part of your life. Timing is crucial. And some said, "Well, you know, what if it was God's will?" And I said, "Well, I don't, I don't really get into that. I don't think God has a, you know, God." doesn't have a will for me to not walk out in traffic. He knows he's given me a brain not to walk out in traffic. Right. It's not, if I walk out in traffic, I'm going to get hit by a car. Uh, and they say, well, if it's God's will, you won't get hit by a car. Well, yeah, okay, but I don't think God created us that way. Correct. I think God said to me, he said, hey, listen, w- whatever your decision, I'm going to bless it, but you know, you also have to start thinking, because 10 years ago, I probably wouldn't even have thought twice about it. I would have just jumped on that promotion and on that kind of uh, – that kind of ego for my career type deal. And then, but being at Columbia Central, I got to tell you, man, just day in and day out. Um, one of my, one of the receptionists that works there, her daughter is the, the sweetest kid, one of the sweetest kids you'll ever meet. Um, and she signed my yearbook today and and she just came in and said, can I give you a hug? So her mom came in and I gave her a hug and and she just said, you, you have no idea how much it means that you're staying. And, you, and she, then she said, you have no idea how much it means to me that you're staying. And I was like, wow, that was powerful. And then, and then I went over to uh, Columbia Academy today to watch the Special Olympics. Yeah. And uh, my kids were over there and uh, had about 25 or 30 of my, own, my kids over there. My, my, my own daughter was over there. Okay, your daughter was there. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so when I walked up, all the kids said – there's Dr. Steele, there's Dr. Steele. And because I, I go in their rooms all the time and I'll sit and read with them and talk with them and whatnot. And, and I love them. And um, I just, there's, uh, it it resonated with me, it clicked with me that I need to be where, uh, where I'm the most supported in a place that I love that much. Yeah. Well, as a parent and uh, knowing other parents uh, and my daughter's friends and their parents, uh, you're loved and appreciated. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I can tell you, uh, you had a ninth grader who was w- worried that you might not be back. And, uh, today's actually her birthday. Okay. So she is, she is thrilled to, to say the least. So, uh, you know, and that says a lot about you as well, though, uh, that it says, it really shows what you feel, how you feel about this community and Columbia Central High School and the 1500 plus students uh, that you have out there that, you know, I know that couldn't have been an easy decision, but I think it says a lot. It's, I appreciate that. It, it wasn't, it was not an easy decision uh, in the, 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 all the search, considering everything, it was not an easy decision. I mean, I could have gone to Hickman County. I could have been impactful over there and I could have uh, cared about kids over there as much as I care about kids here. Uh, but in all 
this is the this is one of the first times that I've seen a community be able to work together. Uh, Murray County citizens they rise to the occasion when they need to. I've noticed that I'm not a, I'm not a Murray County. I, I live in Linville, so I mean uh, you're just south of the border. Just south of the border. I'm, we're trying to get here. Yeah, we're trying to get here, Clayton. But uh, I've just witnessed. Uh, without listening to what people would say or listening to this, uh, but I've witnessed myself, so has my whole family, what the citizens of Murray County mean to each other and what they what this community means to them. That's hard to that's hard to go walk away from uh, because that's what everybody that's what everybody cares about the most. They want to live kind of like the American dream, a small, beautiful county. People care about each other. Uh, you know, for the most part, everybody's caring about each other. Everybody wants kind of the same. We want to live amongst each other the way we want to live. Um, you know, in, in the in the freedom of our own ability to live the way we want to live. And um, the parents, the teachers, the students, um, everybody that I've talked to, and I've talked to a lot of people, uh, it's just so powerful that they love, they, they supported me so much and my team so much that um, I'm excited about coming back next year and just continuing to raise the bar. Wow. As you know, it takes a team to to run a highly successful school. We've got a lot of challenges ahead of us. Um, you know, we just finished testing. Our students did an amazing job during testing. Our our juniors did an amazing job uh, during the ACT. They put their best foot forward. But they're at, when you get the results back, we're going to have to be able to take a look at that data and figure out um, a plan of action so we can also see, besides seeing other things grow. But, Clayton, I can't, t- I can't begin to tell you the number – we just had three uh, ROTC cadets receive $200,000 scholarships apiece, and they're all three attending the University of Memphis on an ROTC scholarship. We've got um, athletic scholarships uh, coming in. We've got other scholarships coming in. We just uh, were able to give five $1,000 scholarships uh, from the Craig Foundation uh, that most people in the county are very familiar with. So congratulations to those students. And we continue to give out scholarships and, and, and earn victories. So our, our girls' rugby team is about to head to state next week. Uh, and it, all things considered, they're probably going to win the state championship in rugby next week and then off to national championship in rugby uh, all the way in Wisconsin. That would be incredible. It'd be amazing. Um, you know, we've got a skeet. We got a nationally ranked skeet shooter. We've got a bass team. We've got a swim team that does an amazing job. Our you got, you got the number three or number, yeah, number three softball player in the nation in jun- in the junior class. Uh, your daughter plays softball. Yeah, and uh, I got a chance to see her pitch a couple weeks ago. She's only a freshman. Yeah, phenomenal. Well, thank you. And then she cranked one the other day, and you and I both missed it. I know it. I know it. I told her the next day at school, though. I said, "Hey, I, I realized that I missed your home run," and she just smiled and then wa- and kept walking because I think she's scared of Doctor Steele. But uh, she's a shab. No, she's, she's not scared of you. She okay. You actually make her feel comfortable at school, so that's oh good. That good. that that, that no, for her that's very good. But yeah, I mean, but Savia Morgan. Well, she's so she's, she's incredible. I can't even. I can't even. If, if you haven't seen her play in person, come out to and see a softball game, folks, because unless. She hits it directly to the pitcher. She's on first base. You're not going to throw her out. It may be more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, like, she hits a little blooper in the outfield. Oh, she's She's, on second. She's on second. Without a doubt. Come, folks, next year during homecoming, come watch the Powderpuff game. Oh, my gosh. She, the junior class won this year 
because they couldn't stop her. They couldn't stop it her. It was unbelievable. I was looking for Coach Sharp to, get, to sign her up and get her out there on Friday night. Well, but if you start talking too much like that, then uh, Coach Moore gets mad because that's her basketball star, too. That's true. And so she doesn't want her out there getting hurt. That's true. And so they're all they're all like very stingy about her in a in a fun loving way. But I said the same thing to the rugby coach. If you just gave her the ball and had it run outside, no one's going to catch her. She's going to score. The only problem is if somebody does catch her and hurts her, then then that's a bad thing. But she is committed to the University of Tennessee. I'm, yeah. pr- I'm so proud of her. We've we had Tennessee on campus uh, this past week. We got, have Ohio State coming. I think today or, or or Monday coming to see a few of our players. Uh, and then I was up in the weight room yesterday after uh, watching football workouts. And, um, you know, those coaches have a renewed energy for the success of our program. And it's exciting. I haven't seen a workout. I haven't seen a weight room that active in a good long time. And I was I was very proud. Well, and you you brought in a couple of new coaches uh, to join the staff. Actually, three uh, college All-Americans. And um, two of them are former Columbia Lions. Uh, Tredarius Golf and Dre Hall, and then uh, just added this past week, uh, Demontre Wade, former Kansas City Chief. Yeah, so the excitement is definitely there. And I sent in that email, uh, we're we're getting excited to win again. We're learning, and I can tell already, even though this is my first year, I can tell that at some level uh, the school has forgotten what it's like to win. And you can say what you want, and you can, you can tell your kids what you want, whatever philosophy it is, but there's nothing uh, – Winning is important. Uh, losing, you learn when you lose. Hopefully you're learning when you lose. But uh, teaching your children to win is really, really important. And that, that doesn't mean they have to have any kind of uh, arrogance about winning, but they need to learn what it looks like to win and what it looks like to be successful. And, you know, so I tell the kids all the time, you know, I'm not their English teacher or their math teacher. All those things are very, very important. What I want also for us not to forget is to teach our kids how to – not be so soft, and to win because uh, when they get out in life, as we know, uh, you know things aren't going to be soft out there. And I love what Jordan Peterson says. He says, you know, you just got to learn how to be a monster and then control it. You got to really learn how to just. He's a psychologist. Uh, you got to learn how to be a monster and, and then control it because uh, being this passive and just thinking that everybody's going to pass you by and not victimize you is a is a really scary proposition for and so we try I, I try to talk to them all the time i do a lot of counseling over there clayton i mean i i do discipline i do counseling i i really try to stay involved in all aspects of everything that the assistant principals do as well and mainly because it just keeps me informed with the students and of course what's going on in the school but i really enjoy that aspect of the the my principalship is counseling with kids because i have these kind of conversations with them i went up to a, a young lady yesterday and i won't say her name uh she has she's been struggling this year with behavior uh and then you meet her the next day and she's just got this beautiful smile on her face and she really wants to hear what you have to say and last night of the eighth grade night we had an amazing eighth grade night last night by the ways um i said you know you went on this competition and uh the teacher texts me that you came in second or first or second place in this speaking competition i'm not i said i'm not surprised because i know you'd like to talk but I said, if you only knew how proud I was of you when I heard that, because I know your potential, and I always want to know if you know your potential. And she started, she started crying, and uh, she said, "Do you remember when uh, you told me you saw me laying down uh, sleeping in class, and you told me to uh, get up and, and get to get busy?" And I told you I was tired, and you told me, "I don't want to hear your excuse. We're all tired. Just get up and get the work done." She said, "Do you have any idea?" 
how that changed my life. And I was like, no, I have no idea. She goes, well, I'm just going to tell you, it changed my life. And so I said, I did notice that you've been doing much better in school since then. She goes, well, it's because you said that. Uh, I said, well, and so, you know, sometimes you never know how you're going to impact a, a child's life. The, the situation is, though, is you should have every intention of impacting someone's life. Leadership is about influence. And when you walk in the door or when you're walking through the mall or when, you're at, when you walk into a restaurant, people are looking at you. And when you, when you interact with them directly, they're definitely looking at you and watching you. And they, you need to provide something for them to see that they want. That's what leadership is. And uh, our team it does a great job with that. So, hey, we're going to take a break here on American Steel. Uh, we're on WKOM 101.7 FM radio in Columbia, Tennessee. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. For 60 years, people have shopped Parks Motor Sales to get the best vehicles and the best service. ParksMotorSales.com has details on new Buicks, certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and much more. Stop by 919 Nashville Highway, take a Buick for a test drive, and learn why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call mepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. One of our objectives at Caledonian Financial is to impact our clients and friends in a positive manner. Whether it's a friendly voice, a smile and a wave as you walk past our office, or supporting our community, the Caledonian team is actively involved through our memberships in Kiwanis, Rotary, Murray Alliance Circle of Excellence, volunteering in Boy Scouts and 4-H, serving on a variety of boards and more. We stay connected to Murray County. This is Daisy Cook with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. There are a lot of fun days in May. There's Cinco de Mayo. There's May the 4th Be With You. There's No Socks Day. What? May all your days be winners this month with the all-new Instant Games. They feature top prizes up to $200,000 and are waiting for you at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
Hello, class. I'm from the Tennessee Lottery and your substitute professor for the next 30 seconds. So where do proceeds from playing the Tennessee Lottery go? If you answered education, you're at the top of your class. The Tennessee Lottery has raised more than $6.8 billion for education programs like Hope Scholarships, Tennessee Promise, and much more. Now for some easy homework? Go to TNLottery.com and see how the Tennessee Lottery helps students. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back, folks, to American Steel. Thank you for listening and uh, downloading our podcast. And then if you'll share that, that'd be fantastic. So, Clayton, just to kind of finish up a thought, you know, I just wish the best for all the staff and students in Hickman County um, because, um, you know, uh, they deserve the best. And I, I'm sure they'll find someone that's amazing and uh, they'll move forward as a, as a fantastic school district. Uh, but ultimately, I'm just I'm just proud. I'm still excited and proud to be the principal here. And uh, we're going to move forward uh, on the same mission of making that the best school in town. I'm I'm pumped. I can only imagine how your staff and every, and, and the student body and you know you 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 got the experience on the special today with your ROTC people, right? I mean, or, or the seniors, the seniors. The seniors. Yeah. So you you told them that you were coming back and. Well, you know, I'm a Marine, so I say "oorah" a lot. I've written a book called "Oorah Leadership." I like the word. The word means many things to many people in the Marine Corps. It just kind of signifies that you're motivated. It's just kind of like you, you shout out, oorah, uh, and it just means that you're motivated. Or when you're not motivated, the instructor or the drill instructor will yell oorah and make you say it. And, and it just reminds you, it reminds you to quit whining and get the job done, basically. And so I say it every morning. I say, uh, welcome, staff and students, oorah this morning. Let's stand for a morning pledge. And so the kids have gotten used to it. So if I miss a morning uh, many will remind me in the halls that I forgot to say oorah, and some will actually come up and say, I have no idea what that means, but okay. And then so today when I was going over the rules for graduation with seniors and just telling them what to expect and what not to expect, uh, I said, hey, and I got one final announcement, and I'm, I'm proud to say that I am returning to Columbia Central High School next year, and they, they all started yelling oorah. And uh, that was a that was huge for me. I love that because uh, you know uh, I love them, and I'm excited for their, them to graduate. But uh, I love I love that the fact that they're just re uh, just reiterates that they're listening. It, yes, and uh, yeah, I can only imagine how good that felt. And uh, it, it uh, to me it shows massive respect for you. And um, speaking of education, and that's something we've discussed on this show in the past. Uh, we had Phil Schwenk on uh, about a month and a half, two months ago uh, with American Classical uh, Charter School. Uh, they went before our board uh, this past Tuesday night, and their initial application failed six to five. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. They have 30 days uh, to fix the deficiencies in their application, and then it'll come up for another vote. Uh, your, your thoughts? My thoughts on that is, my, uh, to be honest with you, my first thought was I was proud of our school board uh, for vetting, you know, 
whether you agree with it or don't agree with it, whether you voted yes or no, uh, you listened. Everybody listened, it seemed like. And I, I, I appreciate that. Um, and so and I also appreciated the vote this time around. I think it's going to pass eventually. Uh, I liked uh, you and I talked about it on air and off air. Phil Phil is a guy that's hard to not like. Very smart individual, but ten- very well spoken. Yes, and he, a lot like you, he cares about kids. You, well, you, I thank you for that. But when you're with him, you feel you feel those things, right? Yeah. You know, he does care about children. You feel you also get a feeling like if if somebody's going to run a school pretty well, this guy probably can do it. And he has said he would be the one who would do it, right? And, and so, like I told Phil on this podcast, I told Phil, I'll tell anybody. Uh, it's the American way to be able to have an idea and run with it. And if you can do something successfully, then I don't have any problem with that at all. The only thing I would say to anybody listening and any any voters out there and school board members, voters, is just clarify up front that the charter school is going to be operating under the same rules and responsibilities as the public schools in the same area. For instance, Phil told us, and I want to remind, and I like Phil. I hope Phil listens to this. But Phil said it's open to all children. It's going to be first come, kind of first serve. There's not going to be selective. So we got. I want to make sure. And I told Phil this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep an eye on that. And to be honest with you, Clayton, it doesn't really impact me. I'm in high school, so that we're five years out from Absolutely. high school kids being. It's not really. Yeah, you're, you're not competing for the same students. Right. If yeah. I if you want to get down to the nitty gritty of it, I'm, it's not really impacting me as a principal because I'm not losing kids potentially to a, a a charter school. But I am still interested to make sure that you know, they are inviting any child that wants to go there because there's going to be some excitement for some parents who aren't experiencing a great amount of success in their current schools or they don't feel like they're, they feel like it might be better there. So I want to make sure that they are open arms like I am. You know, over the years, Clayton, I've had uh, counselors and teachers come to me and say, hey, this child wants to come to the school, but they're not on track to graduate. And my answer, my question was, so what does that mean? Well, Basically, what they were trying to ask me is, do we want to enroll this child because they're not on track to graduate? They're probably going to hurt our graduation rate. We don't have the luxury of turning children away. No. And we shouldn't turn children away. Absolutely not. It's a public, free education in the United States of America, and you don't turn any child away. And you know what? If they hurt your graduation rate, then then it hurt your your graduation rate. You don't have the authority – uh, you, you know, you don't have the right to turn a child away from public education. So first and foremost, I would want just to make sure, and I trust Phil, I like Phil, but I want to make sure that they are open arms to every child that wants to go there. And then the second piece of that is that when they are taking uh, the end of course exams and those kind of things and sharing data that every child in the building was tested. Now, I don't mean to... Uh, put any shade on Phil and and that charter system. But I've worked in systems before where charter schools uh, would absolutely do things that are questionable. And I don't want that for Murray County schools. But, you know, between you and me, I want to give Phil the benefit of the doubt because I really was impressed with his interview on this podcast and as an educator. And you know what? I I asked him because I was talking to you afterwards you know, if you listen, to, go back and listen to that podcast, um, I asked Phil some hard questions about the president of the university that sponsors this charter. Yes, yes. And uh, Phil, I, I went back and I looked at some of Phil's previous interviews over the years, and I went back and I looked at some of the president's interviews. And, you know, the president made some uh, 
some arrogant and silly remarks at one point that he should have never made. He should have known better at his level uh, of and position, education. He should have known better to make those remarks. Phil admitted that he would, he personally would have used different uh, different remarks or different language to not offend so many people. And so I appreciated that, appreciated that about him on this podcast that he was able to uh, look us both in the face and say, "Yeah, those words could have been chosen differently." Yeah, you got to respect that, um, you know, because I'm, I'm sure that wasn't easy for him to have. Uh, someone maybe above him to make those comments kind of put him in a bad spot. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought Phil handled it well. And, uh, yeah, I'm with you with the school board. You know, this was uh, the, the, their first attempt. They're going to get another one uh, within the next 30 days. And, um, you know, I, I know quite a few of the school board members, and um, I, I have every uh, bit of faith in the world that, uh, when this thing's all said and done, they're gonna they're gonna make the right decision for the children of Murray County because that's essentially what it comes down to is what is best for kids and whether that's they they, they approve it or deny it. I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna vote with with that thought in their mind. I think so too. I think this school board is uh, tuned tuned in to wanting what's best for children. And and I said it in an email today. I, I sent it as long as we are focused on what's best for children and as long as we're not allowing the adults to put obstacles in their way then your decisions are typically going to be pure and at the highest level of integrity just focus on what's best for children it's it's typically not a challenging decision it's either right for children or it's not good for children uh, and then let the adults figure it out, navigate all that on their own, because we're supposed to be grown up people. But I really felt like watching that, that, uh, that the school board was really taking in everything that they were listening to and to make a form, inform, a form position on how they were going to vote. And so I'm not surprised the votes came out the way they did. Uh, I'll be surprised once the Phil and that team go back to correct some things that it's the same vote. Um, and then uh, certainly if, if it is the same vote to deny, uh, certainly I think it's going to be a um, interesting decision for the state appeals because they will appeal it. And uh, I think they'll probably have a good chance of winning that. But, um, but here's the second piece of that Clayton. So you got hardliners against hardliners for, and you got folks in the middle. I just want kids to get a good education. That's it. So if this happens, then we need to it, we need to work with this group as much as possible and be uh, collaborate with them as folks that are impacting our community and impacting our children. And I'm open to doing that. I'm open to collaborate with anybody who wants to help children grow. You know, and you heard Phil say it. If we're not doing our job, shut us down. And as long as they're what they're doing is ethical and they're not dumping kids out of their school before test time and everything, if they're you know on the up and up. Uh, that's great. That's wonderful for kids. Uh, but for him to sit there and say, look, if we're not doing our job, shut us down. Yeah. I mean, it, it's pretty simple, right? It is. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, just, yeah, just, I think, I think you keep a close eye on it, just like you keep a close eye on every single school in, in the district and make sure that your leadership's in place and the expectations are very high and, and that you're, um, you know, you're, supporting and holding people accountable to doing what's good for our children. Um, so those kind of things. Hey, speaking of which, I want to do a shout out to uh, Senator Hensley and uh, Representative Scott Sapicki. Now, Scott hosted us uh, up at the Capitol with our top 10 students. Uh, we went all the schools in Murray, took their top 10, 
performers, and we went on a field trip to the Capitol. I was able to go on that. Uh, Senator Hensley and Mr. Sapicki uh, hosted us and came out and took pictures and talked to the kids. But they, then they followed up with sending these really beautiful, they're very large declarations of, you've seen them before? I have, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're amazing. And I haven't seen that in a minute. And so I was able to call the kids to the office. Well, these top 10 kids, they're hard to find now because they're already on track to graduate. So they don't have to come every day now because graduation is around the corner. So I'm having to run them down. But these are beautiful declarations of these kids. I hope they're, uh, they'll are they take them and get framed for their house or their children one day will see. But I got to tell you, you know, uh, we if we weren't getting what we needed around here from our politicians, everybody would be talking about it. But we are getting what we need around here from these two politicians for sure. Senator Hensley, uh, Representative Scott Sapicki, we're getting everything that they're doing everything they can for this county and this education system. And so I want to celebrate them a little bit because uh, we need to blow their phones up and, and their Twitter and all that kind of, with, with thanks because, I mean, they're they're putting in the time and the effort for our students here in Murray County. Well, and as a community, we are very fortunate that our state representative is on the education committee. Right. You know, He's I mean, a that, chair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's huge. Yeah, uh, that, that is huge. That's huge. That means that – uh, that's his, one of his most important jobs is education uh, when he's up there in Nashville, which means he's focused not only on us, but uh, statewide, but uh, having him right here as a resource uh, that we can communicate with him and talk with him and work with him uh, is huge. And it should be very beneficial to us uh, as a system, uh, as for, you know, as how we operate and how things work. And uh, yeah, I mean, that, out of that, what is it? Ninety-five counties. Uh, our state rep is the chairman of the education committee, and that's huge. Right when they're up there talking about policy and for school systems, uh, here's our here's the chairman of that committee representing Murray County. Uh, and if that were at the if that were at the D.C. level, the Washington D.C. level, that would be leveraged every single day, absolutely, to get what you want for your constituents. Well, I mean, Scott's out there. He's out there banging away for children all over the state. And he's easy to get in touch with, too. He'll come to this podcast if you ask him next Absolutely. week. He'll Absolutely. come to your radio show on Monday morning. You call him, he'll call you right back. He calls you right back. I mean, uh, so this is a guy that um, he knows what it's like to put in the work, put in the put in a hard day, and then still understands what it means to be uh, available to you. He'll come to your schools. He'll come to your meetings. He'll come to your breakfast. I mean, he'll—he's that kind of person who wants to hear from you. And then, uh, and then finally, he's a straight shooter. So he's not going to come and just tell you what you want to hear. Correct. He's going to come and tell you straight up where he's coming from, and then you get to decide. You, you may not always agree with it, right? You may not, and, and that's that's part of the American way. But at least he'll communicate with you, and he's there when you need him. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've very much appreciated uh, the ability to get a hold of him and see him, and then when they came out to uh, to greet our students at the Capitol, that was uh, fantastic, and that's a that's an awesome trip for our our kids to go up there because there's so much history. Uh, I have, I had never actually been in the Capitol, uh, that part of it, the whole tour. I've been in one section of it before, but haven't had a chance to be in the Capitol. So the kids got to the students got to see the. Uh, you know, some debate going on on the floor, and then we got to go to the Senate side, and then uh, they got to de- uh, see some more debate, and then uh, they really enjoyed that trip, and then we got to go take them to lunch and come back to the school. It was fantastic. Well, um, again, uh, very blessed uh, that our state rep in our community has made his way up to that position on the Education Committee, 
and uh, hopefully uh, for the next several years to come, he's somebody that uh, can help us uh, help us get this thing right. Yeah, well, yeah, I hope I hope he plans on staying. I mean, uh, if it's not broke, don't try to fix it. That's and, right. Hey, but if it's broke, you need to fix it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's so, absolutely true. Yeah, so, I mean, if it's broke, you know, and you know it can't be repaired, then just fix it and then, uh, let's, and then you know, safeguard it at that point so it doesn't get broken again. Uh, that goes for that goes for any anything that we've got going on in our community or our country, you know. And unfortunately, we see a lot of things broken in our country uh, that we're not willing to fix. But uh, I see I see momentum in that in that way. So I'm I'm excited about uh, the elections in two years to see some momentum uh, so we can fix some things that are broken, like our like our border and our the you know China coming in buying up our farmland and stuff like that, all that kind of garbage. Um, you know, I hope that gets fixed relatively quick. Agreed. Uh, it most definitely needs to, for sure. Yeah. So, um, how have you been otherwise, Clayton? I know I've been talking a lot because it's been a long week for me. I just got back from, I got, I had to go down to Florida for a, a day and a half. I had to drive down. I did a presentation for the Florida Sheriff's Association down there in Walton County Sheriff's Office. And so shout out to those uh, folks. Thank you for attending. It was a great event. And then I just I, I I did the presentation for the day, and then I I just had to do a quick turnaround and come back to get to school. Um, so it's been a busy week, and then all the information we just shared it's just been kind of a information overload for me. Well, I, you know I've been able to go to several of the softball games uh, and uh, watch my daughter play, and like I mentioned earlier, today's her fifteenth birthday, and uh, it's uh, it's been amazing to watch. Those young ladies play and compete. Uh, I got to give a lot of credit to Coach John McDonald. He has done a phenomenal job with that program. Uh, and you look, I mean, I, I know Saturday is Senior Appreciation Day. Only two seniors on the team. Yeah. And uh, that's it's pretty unbelievable when you look, you know, so, you know, and you can tell they've got, you know, the, the, as a coach myself, you want to see improvement from the time you start to the time you finish. Mm-hmm. And you look at how Summit had beaten – uh, our, our ladies earlier in the year, they come back on Tuesday and face Summit at home, and they run ruled them after the fourth inning, eleven to one. Right. I mean that's that that's a that's a great sign, but it's also a great sign that they're playing good ball when it matters. As tournament season's about to begin, they they locked in the number two seed in the district, which means. Uh, that positions positions them well, and if they can be in the top two. Uh, and it's probably going to be them and Nolansville. If we take care of business, they'll advance to the region. And I couldn't tell you the last time that happened with Columbia Central softball. Well, I was talking to Coach about that. Uh, was that today or yesterday? Uh, but, yeah, and Nolansville's got that ace pitcher. They do. They do. And I say, Coach, and, I, I, you know, I'm not a softball coach, but, I, you know, I always try to throw my two cents in. Sure. Like, uh, I always try to tell Bobby Sharp what plays to run on Friday night. He doesn't listen to me, as he should. He shouldn't listen to me. Uh, but everybody's got opinions. And then, uh, but softball, I said, coach, you know, your girls can't go out there and swing. They, they got to go out there with the intention of swinging the bat against her or she's going to, she's going to strike a lot of girls out. Sure. So you got to be aggressive, got to be aggressive to play her for sure. Some, some pitchers you can sit back on a little bit, but she's not one you can sit back on. But I, I'm a firm believer if we, when we, when we get past Nolanville, Nolansville, we might be able to go the distance. It, if it, I, I'm going to knock on some wood, uh, but I'm going to put. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say it like this: uh, 
the future is bright. Yeah. It is very bright. The potential, the talent is there. And uh, sometimes it takes a while to learn how to win. They've obviously done it this year. They have a 16-8 and eight record, and uh, they have – They've done a phenomenal job, and you got to give credit to Coach McDonald and his entire coaching staff that uh, that you guys have assembled, and uh, they're great. And, and all I hear is positive things. You know, typically when you have a lot of coaches on the staff, you'll hear uh, complaining about maybe this coach is a little tough on me, and this coach doesn't really do anything but sit there and yell. And you don't hear any of that. No, it's no. all positive, and, and, and you got you got other ladies on the staff that relate a lot to these kids. And I, I, I know, um, you know, just hearing it from my daughter, she, she really loves her coaches and appreciates them. Well, we're going to take a quick break here on American Steel and come back, and I want to follow up with that because Coach McDonald is outstanding and his whole staff. And and uh, I got something I want to say about that when we come back here on American Steel at WKOM 101.7 FM Radio in Columbia, Tennessee. Ram owners know tough, and they know what they want. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us to have a huge inventory. Call or stop by to talk to one of our Jeep or Ram product specialists, and we will help you build your dream ride. You can count on us. Choose a 1500, 2500, or 3500. Pick the power, options, even the color you want. Buy online and save time with our online shopping tool. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. 
Murray County Volunteer Firefighters provide fire and rescue services to Murray County residents like you. I'm Savannah Madison, Public Information Officer with Murray County Fire. Our department serves over 600 square miles, and as a volunteer department, we rely on community donations to operate. You can also support by joining our department. We help you obtain the certifications to become a support member or firefighter. Learn more about making a tax-deductible donation or becoming a firefighter at murraycountyfiretn.org. That's murraycountyfiretn.org. Hey, this is George Plaster, and for the very best in sports, keep your dial on 101.7 FM WKOM. And welcome back to American Steel, folks. So we were just talking when we went on break, Clayton, about our softball team. If you haven't had a chance to come out and see the softball uh, team play it's very entertaining it's a fun night uh you know you're out there for an hour and a half probably uh, unless our lady alliance um run rule a yeah. team an hour and 12 minutes on tuesday okay an hour and 12 minutes that's, that's not a bad night come get some popcorn and drink a soda and watch it it's so much fun so fast a lot of hits a lot of uh, contact with the ball so you get to see a lot of plays a lot of speed a lot of speed sometimes in baseball if you got an ace pitcher it's just kind of this that guy trying to battle that pitcher uh but you were talking about Coach McDonald. Yeah, one of the things that uh, I think that Coach McDonald also people appreciate. I've had parents tell me they appreciate uh, about him as his demeanor. Uh, he's got knowledge. He has the knowledge and the skill set to put a good coaching staff together. But his demeanor with the girls and with the parents, uh, he's very uh, kind of low-key, soft-spoken guy. Very sure of himself, which is great. But I really have a lot of respect for his demeanor uh, when it comes to um, things that could be conflictual, he um, doesn't allow them to be that way, and that's because of his personality and demeanor. Absolutely, and uh, I, I've, had, I've had an opportunity to coach with Coach McDonald, uh, work with him, uh, do Little League. He's actually my assistant district administrator. Uh, and we cover uh, Spring Hill, Columbia, Pulaski, Tullahoma, Winchester, Estelle Springs, and Cowan, and uh, he's been uh, – such an essential help to me personally. Uh, but he's it, the ultimate thing about John McDonald's. He's, he's a good man and, um, he cares about people. He cares about kids and, um, you know, he's going to, he's going to let the best players play. And sometimes that's unpopular for coaches. I, I, I've, uh, this year, uh, I've had to deal with that a little bit because I, I play a lot of younger guys, uh, uh because it's about competing, uh, not against, only opponents but against each other and uh it's kind of like our our system here our capitalism system the best man uh is going to win and get the job and who does the best and performs the best and um a lot of credit for him to stick with that well i mean the the reality is at some point you have to play to win i mean you're not you're not you're not five years old anymore and, nope. and you're playing to win. Even I'll give you a scenario. My grandson's a pretty good little soccer player. And he went out about three or four weeks ago. We were out watching him play soccer on a Saturday and he went down really quick. And it was obvious from the get go that his team was probably going to win uh, because the other team just didn't have what it takes. And, and he went down and scored three goals really, really quick, probably within three minutes. As soon as they went into play, he took it, dribbled it down, scored. Um, the coach took him out. And he didn't play for the vast majority of the rest of the game. And the coach said, well, that's just uh, – I don't want to be unsportsmanlike. I was like, listen, a couple things, pal. 
number one is that we he's being paid he's paid to play in this league, so he should get the equal amount of playing time. And it's not his fault that he has these skills and this talent. Uh, so, at what point do you teach your kids that uh, you have to be talented and you have to do the work, put in the work if you want to have playing time in the high school level, especially the high school level, and then. Um, you ask some folks and they won't say it matters, but the higher you go in high school, 5A, 6A, those kind of things, I mean, you're expecting to have, because you have a lot more children, you ha- you have a lot more um, opportunity to pick your talent out of the out of the school. So it's harder to make a 5A team than it is to make a 1A team, perhaps. Not that, not that some 1A players aren't as good as 5A players. There's plenty out there that are just as good. But at the high school level, you're competing to win. So you're going to p- play the best players that give you the opportunity to win. And let me just say this for any parent out there that just, uh, you know, has that kind of kid that's in the, in between that can participate and, and contribute and sometimes has to sit the bench, you know, I just encourage you to talk to the coach and then just have your child work harder, just have them work harder with a great attitude uh, because, you know, don't give any other reason for the coach to, to sit you. Um, just give them a, every reason to not sit you. Even if you're not the, most talented athlete out there, but you got the best leadership skills and the best attitude. A lot of times coaches will put you out there just because you being out there makes the team better. But that's of course, yeah, when you get into high school, I mean, it's about winning and having a record and go, maybe going on and winning a state championship. And then all that brings college scouts to your school and um, the scholarships come. Kind of shifting gears over to baseball. Um you have a Hall of Fame head coach that's retiring, and uh, he's been there for quite some time. We're talking about Coach Mark Pickle, uh, he's decided to uh, retire after the end of this school year, and uh, he deserves deserves it. Uh, you know, he's he's put in many many years. Um, jobs come open. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, replacing the Hall of Famer? Well, that's one of the hardest jobs that I'm going to have. You know, it's replacing someone like uh, a Coach Pickle. When I hear the story about how that baseball field was built or how he put all that together, whether he did it with his own hands or whether he found somebody to do it, uh, at the end of the day, when you come out to Columbia Central Baseball Field, it's immaculate. Yes, it is. It's beautiful. You want to go lay in the outfield grass. It looks so soft and green. But guess what? If you go out and lay in it and it's soft and green, if you put a dent in there, he's going to come out there and fix that dent as soon as you get up. Yes, he is. He loves that field, right? And so he's been there, if I'm not mistaken, 20, this is his 26th year as the head coach. He's retiring after this year, so we're going to miss Coach Pickle and uh, what he brought to the just the overall community at Columbia Central. But uh, he's going to be missed. As far as hiring another coach, um, big shoes to fill, but I'm looking for somebody that's going to be able to be in the building as a teacher or as a, you know, a full-time employee in the building. And uh, most importantly, I want someone who wants to be there. I, I want someone who's done their homework. Who's I want someone who's going to come in, ask difficult questions of us because we're going to ask challenging questions for them. And then uh, I'm going to have a couple of uh, student athletes, baseball players, on the interview panel, Clayton, with a, a couple other folks. So it's going to be a it's going to be five or six of us, seven of us on there uh, to make sure that the next uh, baseball coach for Columbia Central is someone who's committed to um, taking us to the next level. Well, um, next year Columbia moves into a different district uh, with teams, uh, you know, that we grew up more familiar with, uh, the Tullahomas, the Shepherdvilles, uh, the Lincoln Counties, the Franklin Counties. So uh, I look for Columbia to be very, very, very 
successful, not only in softball, but baseball uh, moving forward. Because baseball is very young. They are. They're, they're a very young team. They're, they're full of sophomores that are talented, mm-hmm. has some very talented freshmen, uh, some juniors. Uh, and, you know, again, um, not a knock against any of the seniors or juniors, but uh, there just seems to be – they're very heavy on the sophomore freshman side. Oh, yeah. Our, we, I mean, I go out there – all the time, and uh, one of our best pitchers is a sophomore. Yeah. Uh, so, um, and then those, a lot of those boys out there are going to come out for football, and then a lot of our track athletes are coming out for football. Our track team's doing a great job, and I go back to our our rugby team. Our rugby team, folks, if you've never seen girls rugby, then you need to come out and watch because those girls are some kind of tough, and they're out there knocking each other down and doing a great job. And our girls are typically winning by, you know, more than 20 points every time they play. So we're playing in the regionals tomorrow, and the team that we're playing, we've we've beat pretty handily the first time, so we're anticipating. We're not overlooking, but anticipating. And then we would go right to the state championship in Hendersonville the following week and then on to nationals. But, yeah, you know, it's just an environment of winning. You know, you carry yourself, you lead, you have expectations, you're consistent day in and day out. Uh, and I'll say it like I've said it before. When I was at Stratford, Stratford very challenging school. Now Stratford's, uh, I mean, I mean, we worked really, really hard, but we just brought back an attitude of winning and explaining to children what it meant to win and why winning was so important. And I am so very proud of all of our athletes, all of our, our drama kids, our band students, our art students. I'm just proud of all of them because uh, they have a mindset now of what winning looks like and and how to accomplish your goals in life. And it's more to it than just math, English, and science, folks. It's really about helping develop the whole child uh, so they make informed choices and they know what they can do uh, by the time they get out of high school. So this episode has gone incredibly fast, uh, but thank you for listening to American Steel here at WKOM 101.7 FM Radio in Columbia, Tennessee. Uh, please share this uh, podcast, ask folks to download, and again, please continue to send me your questions or comments, and I'll definitely address them on air. And thank you so much for all your support. <laughs>